If you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sports Same Game Multi. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to another edition of the Same Game Multi Podcast. We're back and bigger than ever. Missed last week, unfortunately, due to COVID and having to isolate myself. Uh, all's good for those messages of support. But we're back for <laughs> back for round seven. Um, they were flooding in. So um, to preview all, all the games, we've got the boys, Mr. Jared Burton, fighting out the blue corner. How are you, mate? Good, good. Uh, good to come back in. You know, mate, feeling fresh after a week off, ready to rumble. Rested back down to reserve grade last week, mate. Yeah, back you? down to reserve grade, mate. Yeah, just where you belong. My own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mr. Matthew Mark Cherry, welcome back, mate. Cheers, mate. I must be in the uh, red, white and blue corner this yeah, week. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, they need something, that's for sure. Felt weird having a week off. It, it did. Was very, very odd, very odd. Uh, boys, joining us as always to kick the show off is the CEO of Top Sport, Tristan Merlihan. Also had the week off last week. Uh, he's very busy, I believe. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good, boys. Very good. Uh, yeah, good Good to be chatting again. Yeah, we, we were out of play last week as well, but uh, yeah, looking forward to running through a few games today. Should be good. There's a few good games last week, mate. You know, a bit of an upset there at the end of it. Good old Parramatta let, let everyone down, I, I suspect. Yeah, no, there was a lot of multis running into the uh, end of the Eels. So, um, yeah, there was a pretty handy result at our end with the Tigers. Getting <laughs> the result, I, I, I gave them very minimal chance. So it was very surprising. Basically, did your favour by the sounds, mate? <laughs> they did, they did. So no, we were very happy near the Monday. Monday uh, result was uh, it was very, very good Monday compared to normal, where normally you just send off Musclebrook and the Chuka races. But obviously Easter Monday there was a bit happening with the AFL and the NRL. So yeah, no, it was uh, it was a good drive home. That's good, and we'll back it up this week too with the Anzac Day games as well, which we'll get to a bit later on, um, mate. Before we do get in the games, we'll we'll hit you with our top sport, top that moment of the round. Uh, I can't remember who won last week, possibly, or the week before, maybe, myself. Oh, I think the... we locked it all up. I think we yeah, locked yeah, it up last, did, yeah. last week. So. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll claim the victory and I'll kick us off anyway, boys. Um, there's lot, lots of highlights uh, throughout the week, weekend of footy, but I'm going to go with, and I hope you saw it, Tristan, in the Melbourne versus Sharks game, Cam Munster was an absolute gun, uh, pulling them to pieces left, right and centre. But it's not so much Cam Munster that I want to, do as my top sport top that moment. It's actually Cam McInnes and his attempted dive to tackle <laughs> Munster once he burnt him on the inside. Um, I don't know about you, mate, but I attend my daughter's swimming lesson classes and she's only six and I've seen better dives in that, I can tell you. So uh, it was fantastic effort from him. He was all <laughs> all well beat up and uh, just decided to do a bit of a swan dive and look the part. So that that's my top sport top that moment, boys. I'll jump into mine. Uh, mine was uh, the Zachy Lomax Frizzell incident there. Uh, a little bit of friendly banter that uh, turned into something else. It was the the ending of that with the uh, look from David Clemmer. Now, if eyes could kill, and possibly the next Bond villain for the, for the next movie <laughs> would be David Clemmer. Those eyes were scary. Imagine him coming at you looking like that too. Oh. I'd, I'd be running. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll into that actually, and it's Zach Lomax with a little bit of banter that got uh, under Tyson Frizzell's skin um, and also uh, David Clemmer, but... Um, I thought that was excellent uh, for a little man to get amongst the big man. The big man didn't like it. Um, I thought it was really good for him to forget his size for once and, and get amongst <laughs> it. You know, I don't think there's enough of it in the game anymore. Um, not that you want to see too much of the bad stuff, but I didn't think that was too bad. So nah, that was my highlight was the little man versus the big man and didn't back down. <laughs> uh, all right, mate. Three three top sport, top that moment. So the week over to you to, to judge. Uh, and one of us will be two up here. Yeah, no, I... Um I, I actually was watching the. Uh, I, I, I didn't see the initial Zach Lomax incident. To be honest, I saw the uh, the repercussions where David Clemmer wasn't very happy at the end of the uh, end of the event, which uh, made me obviously want to see what had actually occurred because he was very uh, very cranky with what what occurred. And um, I, I did see it, and as you say, there wasn't a lot in it from Zach Lomax. But uh, you know, maybe <laughs> jumping out of the on him from behind when they scored, I'm not sure. But he, uh, it was a, it, it was. Seemingly good friends, but I'm not so sure how. Uh, it seems like maybe Frizzell hasn't responded to any messages. I'm not sure how close they maybe are. So it's a, it's, it was an interesting one, but um, yeah, I, I thought I thought that was entertaining. Uh, they're they're very difficult to split those two being the same. But I I also really like the Cam McGuinness play. That was your your typical 
uh, I'm gonna. I don't really want to chase the 40 meters here to to to, to run after a bloke. I got no chance of catching. So I reckon that's got to be my moment for the weekend. Fantastic. Two two one boys. I'm up. This is robbery. About the only time I'm <laughs> ever up. So it's good. I reckon there could be a possibility that the Lomax is off the Frizzell Christmas card list yeah. this year. <laughs> Very good so. chance. So I, I think, think he forgets so. the uh, the weight classes as well. <laughs> Uh, all right, mate, while we've got you, we'll jump into a couple of games. Uh, kicking us off is uh, Sharks versus Manly uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, as we record. What's the market doing there, mate? The Sharks have lost a few uh, through to injury last week. Has it brought them in a bit, or is Manly sort of silly outsiders there? Uh, it's $1.45 Cronulla, $2.80 Manly, and the line's 6.5. So the Sharks are... Short price favourites. Manly, obviously, the big big concern over the last fortnight has been how they go without Turbo. Now, they've had a couple of wins. They probably have played some sides that they would be expected to beat and aren't up to the level of Cronulla right at the moment. So this will be a real litmus test for them. And, um, and yeah, they the Titans obviously made a good charge late in that second half. So Cronulla went down by 14 against the Storm, but I thought that was a really, really high-quality affair. And Melbourne just showed their you know, a bit of class late. I think it might be the loss that Cronulla need to have, but... There is a little bit of doubt over a few of their players. Obviously, Dale Finucan out as well. So there's certainly a few queries around this game. But six and a half seems about right. It seems like about a try between them. But there's been some big home crowds out there at Shark Park. So I think there'll be a lot of atmosphere there. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I think this will be one of the, the best games of the weekend. I don't mind the $2.80 for Manly, given for Nukin's out. Um, Hemlin ULA's out as well with a peck tear. He's been massive for them. But in saying that, um, the mayonnaise man, Josh Aylor, he's also out for Manly. He's been a gun for Manly. He's been just chugging up the middle, uh, making hundreds of metres each game. So it's a couple of big outs, but I don't mind that $2.80 for Manly. Boys, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I can't go near Manly at the moment. They're just so hard to tip at the moment, uh, particularly just picking a head-to-head, let alone trying to pick a multi. But, um, yeah, I, I think, as, as Tristo touched on, uh, the, the crowds down there in the Shire at, at mm. Shark Park, now they're back home, mate, it's massive and, and it's uh, only going to get a bigger uh, bigger stadium when they finish it completely. I think it's a Looks good little spot. Mm. It's same as me, but I, I can't touch Manly. I went to uh, favour the Titans last week. I thought they would have rolled them. Unfortunately, they didn't quite get there. Uh, I just I just can't gel with Manly. I, I just can't pick him. I'll be leaning very heavily towards the Sharks, uh, but it's going to be closer uh, than than what it, it, it could be. I think uh, Sharks probably by about ten points. Yeah, you, have, you got it there, mate. Better adjust that market out to ten and a half <laughs> as well. Just since, <laughs> uh, mate. Also, just want to touch quickly on the uh, Broncos Bulldogs, which is a Friday night game. With the Bulldogs, got a few COVID-related uh, outages. It's been revealed today. Has that affected the market at all? Yeah, it has. It has. The market opened at four flat, and it was you know obviously the, these sides played each other not that long ago. It was a pretty close close game. This game up at Suncorp, both sides little bit out of form. Although the Broncos that were reasonably good there against Penrith, and I thought the Bulldogs were actually really good against South until the Sinbin came, but they just can't seem to handle that adversity at the moment. It's a dollar twenty-eight. The Bronx three seventy-five. The Bulldogs and the Lions ten and a half. But it has moved from four. I get the feeling now there's going to be so much made of these outs with COVID, and I'm just not sure the the players that are are out. There's four being. Um, obviously represented in, in, in who's out, but one of them was on the extended bench anyway. Um, you know, I, I just think that six and a half move, maybe it's gone a touch too far, and I think the Bulldogs, this might be the game, backs up against the wall, against a side that they probably feel they're a chance of beating. The Bronx have got a few out as well. Maybe ten and a half seems a little bit big now with the big market adjustment. Yeah, the I agree with every said. Broncos played well last week, so did the Bulldogs. Katoni Staggs, he's on fire, so if he was out... Uh, for the for the Broncos, I'd be taking the Dogs, but unfortunately, I think I'm going to stick with the the Broncos boys. I'm going a little bit rough this week. I'm, I've, I've actually picked the Dogs, and I've already done my tips already oh, this week, so they've already yeah. been submitted. Look out! You can see Matty Burton putting up those big bombs again. We'll see yeah. how Tessie Newey can handle them. Uh, no, he's yeah. out. He's gone. He's gone. Sorry. Yeah. Here we got uh, Tia. Murray Martin in the back. Murray Martin. Yeah. So I reckon he'll be uh, getting getting the pressure put right on him. Uh, yeah. I just got a feeling the dogs will win this game, and I reckon the fox might get a couple as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I uh, that's probably not a bad shout. Um, I tell you what, if uh, if you get cleaned out this week on the margin, Tristan, mate, and you, you have to tap someone on the shoulder, mate. I'll just send through your me, me resume, mate, and and see how we go from there. But no, I, I think it's, it's a it's a hard margin to pick actually, uh, because it's a game that can go either way, and and this could be the first game that we see all year where um 
where COVID has a as a you know a, either a positive or a negative effect for mm. a, for a side. But uh, I no, I won't, I won't go the dogs. Um, the but I'm going to go the Broncos. Um, and I, as you said, Katoni Stag is in terrific form. Uh, and I tell you one thing, he might be pushing for a little Origin spot if uh, Tommy Turbo is not fit. By um, by origin time, I tell you that. 100%. These were the two teams everyone was looking for as well to make those improvements too. Mm. So it'd be good to see them have a bit of a clash again after yeah. they've had a bit of a bit of a six-week warm-up. So very interesting. Uh, Tristo, mate, uh, I'm going to take this one. Uh, the Chooks versus Dragons, mate, for the, the Anzac Day. One of the best games of the year, I reckon, to watch. A lot of, uh, lot of build-up. Most people have got the day off having a couple of beers and down at the local RSLs and everywhere watching the game. Mate, where are the markets leading uh, for the head-to-heads and line bets for this game? Yeah, this game is quite wide. At the moment, it's $1.25 the Roosters, $4 the Dragons, and the line's 12 It has moved in uh, from 12 and a half into 12 So there's been a bit of support for the Dragons at the big price and at the plus, which probably looks about right to me. I don't think the Roosters are going as well as maybe even though they've had four wins. I think they've been a bit rusty and... This game, the Dragons always lift, and it's normally a tight affair. So 12, 12 points seems a big line to me. Yeah, like Kiri actually mentioned the other day, they're still they're still gelling as well as an actual side. Uh, with the amount of chemistry those boys have, it's understandable now looking at, say, Broncos and Dogs. It does take a while for, for new, new teams to gel. Mate, uh, also one of the markets I enjoy, uh, what are the punters leading towards for favourites for first try scorer for that game? Yeah, first try scorer is... Always one of the most impress, uh, most uh, popular markets. And the first try scorer favourite there is Daniel Tupo at $7.50. Joseph Suwali at $9.00. Manu at 10 who's been in hot form. But just a bit, bit of quieter game there last last week against the Warriors. They expect him to bounce back. And then James Tedesco at 11. So they're the top four favourites of the Dragons. Ravalara at 12 and Fagai is at 14. Zach Lomax, we spoke a bit about him earlier. He's at... $22. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's always a very popular market, that one. Mate, uh, not a Dragon supporter at all, but I don't mind Moses Suley. Uh, what's he paying for the first try? Yeah, $26. He's oh, yeah. been at his barnstorming best at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he might really get up for this game. I think it's his first Anzac Day match. So, yeah, $26. When he when he's on, he's one of the uh, most damaging players in the league. Definitely is. Absolutely. Uh, very good, Tristan. We'll let you go. Thanks for joining us, mate. Anything else you want to let the punters know before you do duck off? No, I think yeah, it's a big, big week of footy. We have got all the um, all the markets available there, all the uh, all the player performance for for Supercoach fans, all the um, all the, uh, the the same game multis as well. So they they're all available for punters to sink their teeth into. So make sure you check it all out. And um, yeah, I'll, we'll look look forward to chatting next week and running through the the big big round that's just gone bust. Fantastic, thanks, mate. As always, head on over to the website topsport.com.au. Use the code word SGM podcast when signing up and support a great Aussie company. Thanks, Tristan. We'll talk next week. Cheers, mate. See you, mate. Speak, speak later, guys. Thanks. Yeah, mate. Fantastic. There's a few good markets there, boys. Uh, yeah, some are rather more irresistible than others, I tell you that. Um, like the sneaky first try score and whatever else. Um, yeah. I don't mind a little dab at that every now and then. Not yeah. very often. Actually, I've got one in my multis, so there you go. Yeah, okay, very I might, good. I want to get a second job to pay for this weekend's bets, I reckon. These are <laughs> very, very tasty and tempting. Um, let's jump right into you are off. Don't talk to me. The send off, boys. Who are we send off this week? Send off this week. Yeah, David Clemmer. I'll say it straight up. Send off David Clemmer. See, you're completely opposite. No, you liked it. You didn't. As in the Zach Lomax incident. Oh yeah. No. So this is why I'm sending him off. David Clemmer must have the shortest memory in the world. Just remember, he's not exactly the league's. Prettiest boy. Yeah, fucking Mother Teresa. Exactly, 100%. You write that down, punters. He is my massive send-off for this week. Um, I I don't understand. All of a sudden, he's just got this... uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. He's just all of a sudden, he's pulled some maturity out of his ass. Like, I don't don't understand it, mate. Hey, mate, you're not exactly the biggest saint in the game. So just remember your place and, you know... I, oh, hey, I take my hat off to him for blowing up about it, but at the same time, brother, that's got to come from someone else, I think. I think I'm about to confuse you. I've, I've, I'm in the same uh, Mr's birdo there with right, him. Right, okay. It was, it was just the looks. Just yeah, the yeah. looks. Okay, right. If you needed like you. the... Mate, if, hey, the I next agree. bloke to play the Joker in the next Batman movie, that's David So, Klemmer. yeah, no issues so, with the jumping on the back after a trial That was fine. That, no, uh, that, right, was, okay. that was that, that was just some friendly banner. Just got blown up. Uh, Frizzell obviously had, having a bit of a rough time there. Could have handled it slightly differently, but in the heat of the moment, things happen. 
why Clemmer got involved, I don't know. Pretty sure uh, the big man Frizzell can handle himself, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, it was just the just those papers. Just that got yeah. me. Okay, right here. Uh, who, who are you sending off, mate? You yeah. got someone? Clemmer for that jump. He's, he's oh. been a dog since he oh, was at Clemmer. the dogs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, yeah. There you go, uh, boys. I'm sending off two two things: Parramatta. And Dylan Brown, because he let a mouldy of ours down. Hey, 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 don't be <laughs> one of those punters, brother. Uh, but Parramatta, obviously, they were outright favourites to win that game. As you said before, they, they played at Tigers level, which they you know they came down to their level um, and just, just couldn't get the win. So. Yeah, couldn't get into the grind. Yeah. The other thing I'm going to send off too quickly on that note as well is how much uh, – What's his name? Uh, Lay Lewis shirt stretched. Oh, yeah. Holy moly. That's like a fucking one of those party balloons. You know when the clown's blowing it and it just keeps getting like, holy fucking how long? When's he going to tear? Now, what happened with Ricky Stewart and Xavier Savage? There was a comment made there by Stewart. Uh, I think he was just claiming that he it was a poor time to put him on or he, he didn't... He didn't made in, a bad he, decision. Yeah, on replacing it. Charles. But I don't think he had a choice because Chan's come off with a knock. I, I don't yeah, understand, yeah. but... I think if you had a – there was something about that. I, I didn't see the full thing. That's what I was asking you. Well, I think – There was something if, mm. if he could have that interview again, would he have said something different? No, nah, he's yeah. Ricky. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do Sticky Ricky. Ricky. I think what happened was he put him on. Jordan Rapana gave him the ball. He went down the short side and instead of going inside, got taken into touch. And yeah. I think the the uh, question was, do you regret putting him on at that time? He's like, no, you guys are telling me to. I've got to play him, I've got to play him, and this is the reason why I haven't played him, because he needs to learn some more experience. So he's kind of having to go back at the journos. Yeah, by saying, what do I know? I'm just a dumb coach. Exactly having a crack right. back at them. Yeah, so that's I think fair, that's then. all it was. That's so. fair. I just thought it wanted to be one of these typical... No, 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 no. Uh, but he's made a few changes, which we'll get to when we go through the, uh, the, the teams here in a bit. So We didn't give our tip for that St George game either. Uh, we'll get to that a bit later on. No, look, so what we think of that, or are we going to move that on? So the last games we previewed... We'll save the best for last. Yeah, yeah. save the best for last. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> oh, what, the, hey, the Melbourne game's the last one anyway, brother. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back straight after this. Having a bet on sport this week? Top this. Whether you're into cricket and curling or golf and greyhounds, Top Sport will let you on for plenty. And with literally hundreds of markets from your own backyard to the international stage, Top Sport has you well covered. So if you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Top that. Download the app today. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play. You stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Uh, welcome back. Uh, boys making a few funnies in the ad breaks. Uh, that will ha- have to be cut out of the episode. I'm sorry. Can't go to air. Um, Birdo, you got something for us, mate? What have we got? Yeah, boys. Uh, we're going to kick off again with our uh, player ratings, our performance player ratings uh, for this week. Last week we uh, did Kalen Ponga, DCE, Cameron Murray and Sean Johnson. But this week, boys, I'm just going to go to the three. Three this week, boys. And my first one I am very, very critical of. So just explain again to the new listeners. Oh, yes. So so for the new listeners, sorry. So this is what we do. So we pick a a player from... in no said order, uh, from no said team, uh, and, and we just basically give them a rating on what they were last year and a rating to what they are now. Uh, so, for example, last week we had a Sean Johnson was a five out of five and a half out of ten last year, uh, and I'll give him a five and a half again. He hasn't really improved, but he realistically hasn't really lost too much. Having said that. We had the week off uh, when you had the old Sydney sneeze. Old uh, spicy cough. And so that's uh, in a fortnight. He's actually put on a masterclass for uh, for the Warriors in a couple of games. So that was good for him. So basically I'm going to give the rating of what they what I thought they were last year. If you disagree with it, mate, uh, I'll meet you in the car park. Let but, us know in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, And uh, if you want... Comment uh, a player, we'll give it a rating and um, we'll see what your rating is and we'll see how we go if, if we compare, boys. But right, let's get into so it. So we're going to kick it off. David Fafita from the Titans. Um, last year, I think they – I just feel like he's – I just feel he's under he, – yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Last year, I'll give him a six. I just think he underperformed a lot last year um, of where he could have been or, or perhaps a, a bloke that size of what he could have done. But I'm going to give him a six. I'll let you kick yeah, off, Jess. probably roll about a seven from last year. Could Like you're saying, could have done a lot more. Sort of got caught in that trap that has kept feeding the same sort of balls from the same players. And he didn't really uh, go out on, on his own to try and make anything new happen for himself. Uh, yeah, so I'll go give him a seven from last year. I think this year he's sort of stepped up a little bit um, in, in those terms, but at that stage he's 
everyone's sort of stepped up a bit this year. As we've seen, there's been some teams sort of a bit more competitive. Uh, so I'm going to bump them up another half a point for this year. So seven and a half so far. He's a bit of a twist top. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But he's... It, I reckon if he gets moved out of the centres, he'd definitely jump up to about eight and a half yeah. out there. Uh, I think he played a lot of last year, especially back end of last year, injured. Um, so I think that might have affected him. He gets well, he did come off the bench. Yeah, and he, he was actually all right when they used him in the, for that impact. Um, Chez is right. He sort of gets locked out there in that one position. He needs to build those combinations with the playmakers and feed him some good ball, uh, put him in some holes, that kind of stuff. But he's... Barnstorming when he does it, you know, the other week against Para that run where Gutho <laughs> looked like a little rag doll. Oh, uh, Bryce Cartwright. If, if anyone was going to tackle, you know, stop him, Gutho would, but he just couldn't. Uh, he did something again last week, I think, which was similar. But you can't expect that for the full 80 minutes. And, you, and to be honest, I don't think you can expect that kind of thing every week. Um, there was a Cooper Cronk on the Matty Johns podcast last night I was watching. He, he, he said a good thing, you know, we over-expecting too much from him. Can't, can't we just be happy with him doing those kind of things every two, three, four weeks as long as he gets involved a little bit more? So I'm probably sticking with Chez. I'm probably going to go seven and a half. I don't think he's sort of at that eight yet. Um, but I think he's I think he's going to have a better year this year than last year, let's just say that. Definitely has potential to move, though. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to leave him at a six. Uh, six last year in my eyes. I'm going to leave him at a six this year. Um, the only thing... No, nah, Ches said seven. Oh, okay. the, the only only thing I think I love what he does out out um apart from the fact that he's a weasel and runs out <laughs> against the the wingers and the centers, but um that that's not necessarily my problem. My problem is what I'd like to see him do is say once every three sets come in for a run through the middle. Yeah, use his size because he is zero to one hundred like a leopard, and he's just yeah. about as quick. Get the ball over that advantage line. Take the pressure off Big Tino, off Wallace and those and Jolliffe and those sort of boys. Yeah. If they're not bending the line, get him in there. Get a bit of momentum, a quick play of the ball. He's a big boy. He's hard to bring down. If he stands in the tackle, he wins the right bang through yeah. the feet. And exactly. Uh, Got to get involved more, yeah, definitely. But, and then those one-off game-changing things will come. You, like, so you, you look at him now and you think, is this going to be the run he does a game-changing thing? When he doesn't, you go, oh. But, yeah, if he just gets a bit more involved and then – Something like that will come. So, yeah, yeah, so. Very good. But, right, um, next. next one, Nico Hines. Yeah. Um, last year, I'd give Nico Hines an eight. This year, with his move to Cronulla, he has gone from better to best, and he is my first ten so far this year. Yeah. Nico Hines is absolutely on fire. Hard to disagree. I'm going to go nine and a half just because ten is dead set top level, and I don't like the way he kicks goals. <laughs> <laughs> so half a point off of that. Or the fact he's got, like, sexy long curly oh, that, hair. That, and the well, yeah, it kind of makes me a bit jealous there as well. But, yeah, I agree. He's fucking playing fantastic. Um Again, Cooper Cronk last night was saying these half, these fullbacks that then transition to halfback, and Jerome Hughes was the same thing. Um, they have a, a, an eye for space. They know where to look for space and how to run run to space, and I think that's really helped him with his running game as well. But his combination with Matt Moylan, I'm not the only one, but a lot of people think oh, that's not going to work. They're both going to play the same. They're both running. You know, No one's an organiser, but they're going... Gangbusters, yeah, absolutely. I had him at top. I think I had him in my top eight at maybe number, uh, you know, seventh to run seventh. I think they'll be fourth or fifth, to be honest. Yeah, I think it, unless he gets injured. I had a, a very similar, and I think uh, the way they're playing now, I might have some cake on my face. I think they'll end up a little bit higher than than we've predicted. Yeah, uh, nine and a half for me. From last year, I'd rate him as an eight. Um, I think one of our multis last year, the Hail Mary bets we used to do, I labelled him in there as the magician. Uh, one of them, he is crafty, he's good. Mate, this year, like we're saying, look, the Sharks have just improved so much and it, and it, it comes from players like him. Uh, I'm going to creep him up to a big nine for this year. See, we're all very similar. A yeah. Ten, nine and a half and a nine. So that's uh, not good. bad, Nico Hines. It'd be good to see him in blue and gold. I'll give you that for a tip. <laughs> uh, my, my third and uh, final for tonight, uh, well, depends on when you're listening. It might be in the AM, the PM, who cares? Jack Whiten. Now... Bim's probably going to fight me next time I'm down at the headquarters, but Jack Whiten, I just, I, I think whether he just struggles for that little somebody next to him, in that case, uh, Matty Moylan struggled over the last couple of years, bang, now he's got, uh, now he's got Nico Hines with him um, at, at the Broncos, for example, they sort of struggled there, now Adam Adam Reynolds is up there steering the ship, another massive one, and it showed on the weekend, was actually uh, all the pressure that was on Luke Brooks, uh, and now... Is uh, Hastings is there? Is our little partner in crime? He's gone yeah. from uh, you know you just it 
that pressure, that release off him so, uh, and they could spread the load. But Jackie Whiten, last year I'm going to give him a seven. Um, and I think, I don't know if it's maybe that the players that are around him that he sort of, he struggles for a bit of uh, backup in that sense that I said now there's a Reynolds and now there's a Hastings, etc. at other, other clubs, whereas he, he sort of struggles for that solid person next yep. to him. Uh, I'm going to give him a five this year yep. so far. Yeah, I think the loss of Jamal Fogarty, you'd see a completely different Jack Whiten if he was playing because it does take that pressure off. A lot of the balls go into Whiten, and I think teams are picking that off. He had a fantastic game, maybe the first or second game of the year, which was his 200th. Scored a couple of tries and just blitzed them. Can't remember who he played, but fantastic in that game. But the form has dipped. But I think, it, like you're saying, I think it's because he doesn't have that, you know, he's got uh, Matt Frawley inside and Schneider, who's only played half a dozen first-grade games. But if you had Jamal Foggy, I think you see a completely different Jack White and a completely different uh, Canberra Raiders, to be honest. So, what do you have him at this year? Five? Uh, yeah, so seven last year. I got him a five. I really now. like Jack. Uh, I'm going to go, if you, had a, if you got him at five this year, I'm going to go a six. And I think he might struggle to keep his Blues 14, number 14 spot. Yeah, which, is, which is a shame because, um, you know, that can, you know, that, that little bit extra motivation. Motivation sort takes of thing. that back to the club Absolutely. Land, yeah. yeah. Cheers. Yeah, no, previous year I thought he's good. He's got those big, like, strong horse legs. He just, like, makes breaks from, like, sorry, line breaks from anywhere. Very, very dangerous when he has the ball. Um, he's one of those players that they've really got to watch and at least have sort of two markers on him. Uh, yeah, I'd give him a seven and a half from last year. Uh, this year, obviously from what you guys have just mentioned as well, the way the team's rolling at the moment, absolutely woeful. Um, I, I wouldn't like to put a red cent on him at the moment, the way they're playing, so I'm going to give him a five. Yeah, that's uh, exactly what I've. His been, forms are dropped, and like what we're saying, we just mentioned it about there with uh, with playing rep. He's one of them players that can come off the bench and just make those big impact moves, put on some meters, do some tackling. He's good. On, he's good on the bench as number fourteen because he can cover nearly every yeah. position um, except for front row. But the way really. I tell you, what if you asked him rolling, to punch it up, he probably would. Yeah. The way things are rolling this year, I think you're right, and it's going to be going to be a new man in town. It's going to be hard not Guernsey. to put Nico Hines at the number fourteen with the way he's playing at the moment. Absolutely, you know, a few weeks yeah. out, I reckon. So. Absolutely, uh, very good. That was good. I like that segment. And have another three next week, mate. Yeah, we'll have another three. See how we go. Might have a little four, um, but we'll, we'll try and aim for three short, sharp. And um, as I said, uh, any listeners out there, mm. any viewers out there, watchers, uh, hit us with a you know uh, email. All the all the links and everything else are in the description. Uh, email us through, or even just comment uh, a, a football player of your of your own liking, and yep. um, give us your rating, and we'll give you yours. Sounds good. Uh, all right, we've got a bit of time left in this segment, boys. Why don't we jump into the first two games? Uh, we did mention earlier with Tristan the Sharks up against Manly. This one's Thursday at Shark Park, seven fifty p.m. Great game to kick the round off. I, I feel uh, Sharks dollar forty five favorite. Uh, Manly $2.80 outside As I said before I don't mind that price The line's six and a half Sharkies are at the minus For $1.95 And Manly at the plus For $1.85 How do you see this game Playing out boys We've got a few big outs With Dale Finucane And uh, Braden Hemlin Ueli But also another big one With the creamy uh, mayonnaise um, <laughs> Josh Aoli Josh Aloye Out for Manly as well Um how do you see it playing out? Do you, you boys are both picking Cronulla, I believe? Yeah, I'll, I'll go Cronulla. Um, as Tristan uh, he touched on uh, early in the show, uh, how good they've been at Shark Park. Uh, they're getting plenty of support down there, um, and, and they're playing some good football. And as we as we touched on earlier, uh, a lot of their forwards are coming off the, particularly their, their impact players off the bench coming around. They're playing good football. Talakai in the centres oh, is playing like an absolute geez, mate. That's silky a hands last week. D nine bulldozer with a <laughs> you know. He, He's a, he's a big dude, but wow, he's got a big motor and, and gets, gets gets going. And skill too. Absolutely, yeah. Um, a lot of skill. Hey, I'm, I'm going to go Cronulla for this one. I think they'll be too good at home. Uh, and like Tristan said, when uh, all that big crowd's behind them, it's amazing what uh, what they can do. Just going to try to find my notes from previous weeks. I'm trying to remember where I had the, uh, the Sharks to run for our ladder predictions. I think I might have had them around seventh. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I'm going to be a little bit wrong there this year. I yep. think they're going to be a fair bit higher than that. Uh, definitely learning towards those guys this week uh, against the old Silver Tails. Mm. I think they're just um, they're that that side this year that has really come out and improved. And I think it's a lot of aspects of the game with the new players, the new coach, and everything. Everything seems to be working for them. I know they didn't win last week against Melbourne, yeah. but but yeah, playing Melbourne, I think they would have learned a few, not so much mistakes, but just learned how to handle a few things differently from that game. They're going to be hot and strong this week, and I'm going to take them for sure. They had a few things go against them last week with Fanukan out early with that head knock. I think 
they wouldn't have won last week, but I think it might not have blown out as much if he was still on the field for the for the most of the game. Um, but it would have been a good good learning curve for them, uh, litmus test as they like to say, and, and kind of see where they are. If they play again later on in the year, I can see it being a lot more competitive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and staying in touch because it was good for about fifty five minutes, and then they just lost touch. But Cam Munster, he was phenomenal last week. God, he played. Love watching me a bit of Sione Katoa too. Yeah, yeah. Ken score a try. Absolutely. Um, Boys, you mentioned Talakai back in the centres. Um, fuck, imagine tackling. Imagine trying to tackle. Oh, you know the old legs? And then you look and going, oh, mate, this, look at the size of them He's legs. the same size all the way through. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who was that big fault? Um, Utah. Matty Utah. Matty Utah, yeah. 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 Those sort of legs. Exactly. Uh, all right, so Cronulla, Cronulla. I'm going to go Manly. Ooh. I can just see a bit of an upset, a bit like the Tigers with the Eels. You watch that, I lose by three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we've got a bit of time. Next game, boys. Broncos versus Bulldogs. We, we touch multi. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Back it up. Multi. Who's the multi? I didn't off. have it written down, so. Uh, I'm going to go. Multi. Birdo's multi. Let's I'm go. On. I'm gonna, this is a conservative one. Uh, I'm going to go Cronulla head to head. I'm going to go the points over 35 and a half. Cristiano Ronaldo Mulatalo. Uh, that's going to be $3.82. Uh, not little little conservative that one, but uh, so Sharks head to head over thirty five and a half. Ronaldo Mulatalo anytime try scorer. How much? Three dollars eighty two. I'll write that down. Cronulla head to head over thirty five and a half and Mulatalo. Like it. Nice. All right, can we move on to the next game? Absolutely, mate. Nice. All yours. Broncos up against the Bulldogs, Suncorp Stadium, Friday seven fifty five p.m. Uh, Broncos dollar twenty eight favourites. As Tristan said, the Bulldogs have come in from four dollars to three dollars seventy five. The line, 10.5, which is probably a big line considering uh, what we were speaking about previously with Tristan, at the minus for $1.90 with the Broncos and at the plus for $1.90 for the Bulldogs. Thoughts on this one, boys? You, you both picking the Bronx? No. One of you picking the Bronx? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to Broncos. Go to the Bronx? I just, uh, you know, that COVID sort of nonsense. But then again, too, that might be the old head game, too, where people sort of, you know, they're going to go, oh, they, you know, these boys have got COVID half their sides out or they haven't trained properly all week. They've had broken preparation and that sort of stuff. And that that's the sort of stuff that can get you, uh, catch you with your pants down. I tell you that. I'm a Parramatta supporter and that happened on Monday afternoon. But <laughs> but I, I, I think uh, Brisbane will be too strong, particularly being at home, too. And, and I'm a big fan of... Um, when you're picking home and away sides, particularly when they're sides like the Broncos, because Broncos have a massive fan base, mm. regardless win, lose or draw, they've always so when they're going through that massive rough patch last year, the year before, they still had plenty of numbers turn out to the game. So regardless yep. of them getting spanked, but I'm gonna stick with the Broncos. Doesn't happen every week. Some weeks I get a feeling there's going to be an upset here or there throughout the round. This is my upset for the week. This one, I reckon the dogs are going to roll them. Yeah, yeah, right. It's got a feel that you just get that sort of a feeling sometimes you just have to go with it. Yeah. 99% of the time I am wrong. <laughs> but it's the one I've, time I've, you I've don't. Go with it. Yeah. Otherwise, if I go to the Bronx, dogs win by about 14. Uh, just a few uh, ins and outs there, boys. Farnworth comes back in. Uh, Tamari Martin's in for Tessie New at fullback, as we said. First game in seven years or something. Yeah. Uh, had a brain bleed, so hopefully he makes it through. And uh, the old uh, Mr. Report himself. Flegler comes back in to replace Ryan James. So, see if he can top his uh, four reports from when he made his. I think uh, Herbie Farnworth was up the top of the uh, try scoring ladder there. Yeah, he's too. done really good this year. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he'll come back with uh, with a vengeance as well. Um, all right, we've got a minute or so, boys. Do we want to quickly S- do... sneak in the Cowboys game? Yeah, he's going to give my multi mate. Oh, oh shit! Sorry, sorry. again. Go back to the multi. Hey, <laughs> fair dink. I mean, turn around. Someone else will take me spot here next week. Um, this one he's got a little bit of filth in it too. I tell you, Broncos head to head. The points will be over thirty five and a half because there's dog shit defence. Uh, and I'm going to go Corey Oates first try scorer, fifteen dollars twenty two. Oh. So that's, that's my value bet for the week. I, 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 might have a little, I might have a little dab at that. Putting on yourself. Mm. Fantastic. All these bets that we are, all these moldies are for our charity bets. For those of you that are new to the show each week, uh, our major sponsor, Top Sport, gifts us with $50 each to bet with. And uh, we basically combine that and we'll do a $15 multi on each game. All the money going to our charities at the end of the footy season, which will be great. Uh, some April 2019. Tamari Martin's last game. Yeah, okay. That's close to seven years, I think. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> you must have a... Your calendar's four. different than mine. <laughs> I'm in the Chinese calendar. Oh, oh sorry, um, 
We can't sneak in the uh, Cowboys game now. Sorry, boys, but we'll do that straight after we come back. Another half win. From punters jumping in early or waiting too late. You get a good price on one leg, but the others have shortened dramatically. You still win, but it feels like you half win. Introducing Top Sports Best of the Best Multi. Get top odds on every leg, every time. Don't be one of these. Just bet and forget Bob Multi. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play. You stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, we're back. We're going to go straight into Birdo's Maldi because he's fucking been having a whinge the whole ad break. Uh, next game, we've got the Cowboys up against the Titans, boys. Saturday, 5.30 up at Queensland Country Bank Stadium up there in Townsville. Should be nice and warm, dry track, hopefully. Uh, Cowboys are favourites there at $1.83. Titans, $1.98. Fairly close there. The line's only one and a half on this. Uh, Cowboys at the minus for $1.95 and Titans at the plus for $1.85. Birdo, hit us with your Maldi first up before we even get any team list because I don't want to piss you off anymore because I feel it might be the last straw. Mate, there'll be a resignation in the uh, in your emails in by the morning. Um, I'm going to go the Cowboys head-to-head. Now, I'm going to go the Cowboys to win the first half, so the, point, the side to be leading at halftime. And I'm going to go Philip Sammy. Um, he was in terrific form at the moment as an anytime try scorer, $6.46. $6.46. That's a good price. Nice little three-legger there. Uh, let's jump into the team list now. <laughs> um, any Anything, boys? Who are we picking? You picking the Cowboys to win that one? Mm, tricky one. Hammer's out. It's reading here. He's on the uh, reserves, but... Yeah, he's been out for a while, so Scotty Drinkwater's playing Jeez. there at fullback. He had a good game last week when he came in. Valentine Holmes, he's playing the best he has since he came he's back. He's playing really good football. And uh, really he just good. needed that little bit extra because obviously his body's changed. He's put on a lot more muscle yeah. and, and whatever else. But uh, Tom Malolo's playing well again. Cole um, Ford had a good game against the Chooks the other yeah, week. Yeah, too. really good. There's some, yeah, they've got some good players. And who's that? Uh, Nenai, is it? Nenai, he keeps Jeremiah Nenai. Just oh, yeah. Uh, love scoring a try. Re-signed with him too, I believe. Yeah, one more year, yep. Um, boys, just reading here, no changes for the Titans, but um, Campbell's name is on the reserve list, so Jaden Campbell. So maybe look for him to come in at fullback for Jermaine Osako. I know you like Jermaine, but don't like Campbell. But I, I don't know. Since he's been injured, I'm not saying it's just him, but since he's been injured, they, they've kind of dropped a bit for me. Might be that little bit extra creativity. And, um, and just the structure. They've trained all off-season, whereas Jermaine Osako has come from a whole different club. A whole different system. Exactly right. So that might have something to do with it as well. But what, what are your thoughts, Chez? Well, it's going to be one of those games that are going to be like 38 to 34, or it's going to be 8 <laughs> to 6. Yeah. Flip the coin, see I think where it's it lands. I think it's going to be a, a, a tough, tight contest. Uh, whether it's going to be a score-a-thon or not, is mm. that's what I, I can't work out. Tempted to lean towards the Titans. <sighs> I'm gonna. I am. I'm leaning towards Titans this week. Can give them the, the benefit of the doubt again. Not by much, though, was it? A couple of cents. About ten yeah, cents or something. Yeah, it was very short. Playing up far north too. It should be a dry, fast track too. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. And I'm a big fan of Jermaine Sarko as well. I was a bit disappointed how he got done at the Bronx last year. Um, yeah, so I'm going to lean towards the Titans for that one. Put a little bit more uh, value to my uh, eight leg multi for pick the. Pick the winners. Pick the winners. Uh, now, have we done our multi for this one? Uh, yeah, we have. <laughs> Luckily, too. Moving along. Uh, Saturday, 7.30, Tigers versus South. This one's at Combank Stadium. Uh, great crowd there last week. I, I doubt they'll get a third of that for this game. Um, Tigers, $3.90 outsiders after that victory last week. South's heavy favourites, $1.26. The line is set at 11 and a half. Get the Tigers at the plus at $1.90 or the Rabbitohs at the minus also $1.90. How do you see this one playing out, boys? Uh, Tigers got that victory. Will it, will it spur them on, or did they play their grand final, so to speak, last week? I'll just jump in real quick. When the 80th minute a whistle goes, they won't be jumping on stacks on high five, and that's for sure. <laughs> They'll be fucking crying going back to the locker sheds. They'll be absolutely as, bashed. Yes, absolutely demoralised, I think, this week. Uh, they come with that sneaky win last week. It won't happen again this week. I'm going to take the... South, 19 plus in this game. Yeah, right. Yeah. The switch from seven to six for Lukey Brooks obviously worked. Jackson Hastings took a bit more control, led the led the team around the park, obviously kicked that winning field goal. They're, they're stuck, no changes uh, for the Tigers, obviously, that. What about, uh, was it Young Simpson? 
Os- Simpkin. Simpkin, sorry. With the ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked bad. I think he, um, he's still been named though, so. Yeah, right. Must have just been bunging it on. I think from he just wanted a hot shower. I think. Tactical. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to be out there for the loss and they end up winning, so <laughs> get the medicab back out. Uh, who are you taking, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go South. I'm going to go. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, yeah no, South. I'm going to go South too. This is my multi. Um, and I've just gone a little three-legger here. I've got AJ to score any time. Nofaluma any time. He got across for a double the other week, I think. And over 40 and a half points. I think there'll be quite a few points, mostly leaning towards South. Um, so three-legger, AJ, Nofaluma over 40 and a half, $6.05. That's not bad odds. Pretty good for a little three-legger there. All these odds, thanks to Top Sport. And I, I challenge you to find... Better odds with the with the same legs uh, anywhere because they are the best over at Top Sport. That's for sure. For sure, I guarantee that too. So I have sussed them out. Yeah, yeah I've actually looked in it myself. Yeah, your multis just increased by dollars and dollars and dollars per leg. I, I've put same bets. Getting off track. I've put multis on with other companies and I've added a leg and the price has gone down. Yeah, is that my, my, my apprentice is a shocker for it? He'll put say. Say para head to head, para thirteen plus. And he goes, Oh, you there's two legs and it doesn't fucking change because it's the same thing, you idiot. <laughs> uh, very good. All right, next game, boys. Uh Knights versus Para. Sunday, two PM, McDonald's Jones Stadium. I'm actually going to be in Newcastle. I might head to this if the weather's all right. Um, $3.15 if you like the Knights, dollar thirty seven for the Eels coming off that loss last week. The line set at eight plus uh, for the Knights, a dollar ninety, and minus for Para, also a dollar ninety. Should be a good game. Uh, like I said, I might make my way out to the stadium there if the weather's all right, and uh, take the take the girl, take my daughters out the first footy game, and hopefully uh, let them see a Parramatta loss. Junior Paulo's back too. I'm reading here. Fucking, this will be the first loss of consciousness on <laughs> live TV here too. Uh, uh, fantastic. Yeah, just reading here. Uh, Junior Paulo's back, Birdo. Yeah, after that suspension. I uh, missed him last week, I think. I was, oh, massive. Uh, particularly through the middle. Uh, partic- when you talk a bit of structure and stuff like that, too, we lacked <coughs> offload. We lacked uh, the the impact. And he's, I'll give it to him. He is super safe. Now, I haven't said that. He'll, he'll knock the ball on <laughs> three or four times. But never re- rarely does he give away an, an error. You know, he, he, is, he is prone to the odd penalty, but realistically, a, a forward of his size. Um, it's hard not to be, um, you know, like size, like when you're talking about weight w- wise, you know, your Nelson Asafa Solomona, you know, he's always, particularly a ruck infringement, more so that like a slower sort of play the ball, uh, you know, to laying around in the ruck because they are bigger men to get out. But yeah, it was massive that drive, that push through the middle, that offload, um, and. I'll tell you what, there's something about that bloke. He will take two hit-ups in a set if he has to. Just, you know, that leadership and, and that big drive. So, missed it a lot. But, you know, him coming back this week will steady the ship. And i tell you what, I'd hate to be at, their, uh, at the training sessions this week because i tell you what, I'd have got flogged by the nine whip. I'd the old nine tail across the back numerous times. They would they would have got hammered over that. Yeah, BA wouldn't have been very happy. That's for sure. No, but it's amazing what uh, what emotions can do in a game of football. And, and Tigers were by far the better team. Yep. Mate, gonna have to go with Para this week for myself. I can see him bouncing back uh, after that. Uh, now I know it's your multi, but if I had a multi, I'd be putting both the fullbacks in anytime try scorers, and David Clever on report. <laughs> I'd like to know when that gets played. But anyway, or a punch to the uh, throat. Uh, uh, on that Newcastle news, Caelan Ponga signed uh, yeah, an signed. extension today. So yeah. was it five years? Nothing wrong with an extension. Yeah, it takes him out exactly. Five years, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd be happy with two inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, and keep the money. <laughs> uh, boys, as you mentioned, Chez, is my moly. I can't pick a head-to-head. I, I just don't know how Paris is going to respond yeah. after that loss. They'll either come out guns blazing or they might just go downhill. That looking bottom at, lip might be still down. Yeah, looking at the Knights, they're nearly at full strength. Uh, Pong has signed that deal, as you said. Um, so let's put all that unrest to bed, which they reckon has been a distraction. Clune comes back in. Uh, Kurt Mann's playing out of his skin at the 13. Mitchell Pierce on the bench. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> so th- I'm just struggling. So I haven't picked any uh, head-to-head or even a winner in my mind. I've just gone three anytime try scorers, boys. And I've gone Edric Lee, big Edric. He come back in last week. He played his first game last week since or- game three origin 2020 or something like that. He be- was injured and out for like nearly over a year. Wow. Which I, I didn't think was that long. But anyway, he-, he played not too bad. He cramped up a bit there towards the end. So I've got Edric Lee... Uh, Tuala and Bailey Simonson to get across as well. 
Uh, $14.70 if you like that. That's pretty good odds for a yeah, three try like scorers. All outside backs. Simonson. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, but, sh- I struggle with, with picking Parramatta's outside backs for points because I, I'll pick the left side one week and then they yeah, all score, score on the right. right or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Unless Mike Acevo's there, then you can put him in. Just on the He's left, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I just go on Simonson. Hopefully you'll get across only $14.70, uh, good value there as well. Something about those, speaking about crowds and stuff earlier, those Nova Castrians, they do fire up when they play at home too, so they'll have uh, plenty of wind behind them as well. I don't want to try yeah. a little uh, Sean Lane first try score here and there too. He's good and, and the problem is if, if you try and chop him close to the line he's, he's he's like a nelson like a big big tall if you try and chop him he'll just yeah, reach over, so yeah. you got to try and take him up high so uh next game boys sunday 4 p.m out there at penrith park panthers up against the raiders panthers heavy favorites here dollar 11 uh raiders are six dollars 70 wow line is set at 19 and a half so a fairly big line that might blow out a bit more to be honest uh minus uh for the panthers at a dollar 90 and plus for the raiders at a dollar 90 as well panthers were good last week <laughs> you boys know but the listeners might not because we didn't have a show last week um that penalty try to isaac tago in the last second of the game got my multi up 277 dollar win for our charity bets a fantastic uh thank you who pushed him in the back Stags, I think, maybe. Yeah, yeah, So maybe. thank you, Mr. Tosucker. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so that was a good win. So they're playing out of their skin. Um, they, they, they didn't play that good last week, but they got the job done. You know what I mean? And up against the Raiders, I can probably see that happening again. Um, what Make it what, seven straight for the season. What's Camera going to have to do to beat Panthers? I just I, I, I can't see Panthers losing unless they have an absolute shocker. Someone said the only way you can beat them is to move the ball. Panthers. But, yeah. Is is there any side out there that can move the ball laterally? Well, that that's what quick we were saying, enough. saying about before with White and not having that. Ha, huh? he's a running back. He doesn't pass much anyway. And Brad Schneider, I probably haven't seen enough of him to make too much comment on that. But I don't think he's that, you know, that expansive football player yet. Just seven, six or seven games into his career, so I don't know if the Raiders will be that team to do that. Uh, team list here, boys. Um, Panthers are unchanged. For the Raiders, a bit of movement. So Rapana moves to fullback. Nice. Chan's nickel clock set is benched. And Xavier Savage goes on to the wing. So a bit of a shuffle around there of the players. So it'll be interest, interesting to see how that works. I know you like Rapana at, at fullback. I'm surprised he didn't put uh, Savage at fullback, but maybe from those comments we were speaking about earlier, maybe he just wants to bring him in on the wing first. I can guarantee he won't be taking the short side. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, he'll be in there just punching it up like a forward yeah. and throw the ball to him on the wing. He won't be there. We've got to see him get a, sorry, we've got to see him get a couple of uh, good balls, a bit of space out there that Xavier Savage I'm talking about to see his speed mm. and see how he can handle himself next to the line. Yeah, I'm surprised. Next to the I'm actually very, very surprised that Chance has gone to the bench. Yeah, he, he hasn't been playing that well, to be honest. Worst yeah, case I'm scenario. Chance's biggest supporter, but what I would have done because Chance is a shit hot player. He's he's coming off some injuries so, and and long stint of injuries where Rapana played out of his skin at fullback. So I can understand that move, mm. but perhaps move him to the wing. Yeah, uh, and then maybe the seventy minute mark. Now we'll, we'll say the 50-minute mark, perhaps maybe he come off and Savage go on or Rapana come off, Chance go back to fullback and he has a little, little stint well, on the It'll be interesting to see how, he uses, a little. how yeah. he uses Chance, whether he comes in as a, you know, a nine. nine or you know, in around the middle, number 13, because he's a fairly big lad. I honestly think, boys, he got really injured last, last year with his neck, if you remember, he was out for quite a bit. And I think it's... I can't speak for him, but for what I see, he looks a bit tentative. A bit like Paps did after he came back from that big knockout in Magic Round last, last put, year. Yeah, put the and fear it, of God into him. I think it's just playing on his mind a bit, to yeah. be honest. He just doesn't punch it up like he used to. He doesn't attack the ball like he used to. So, hey, if you get injured like that, you know, I'm sure that would mess with your psyche a bit. So Absolutely. Uh, my Maldives boys, I loaded up on Panthers here. I've gone Panthers head-to-head. Uh, Taylor May to score any time. Charlie Staines to score any time. And Bigville kick out. Also to get across any time, four legs, $8.25, thanks to Top Sports. That's not too bad, boys. I think it's almost at that point where you can put up a market as to when Penrith's next loss will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think you'll almost clean up on it. I, I In the in the near future, I can't see it happening. I'm going to have a sneaky molly for myself this weekend. It'll be all Panthers. I'm going to throw in uh, some second rowers. Uh, Liam Martin and Isaiah Yao, I think, for some anytime try scorers. I think probably yeah, looking towards sort of 
maybe uh, Liam Martin or Sayo Yao and like a Fisher Harris or a you know someone like that. Fisher Harris to like grapple. The tackle money's going to be a good one for that one. Nice um, big return. You mentioned their first loss. They play the Stormy Magic round Saturday night. It would be. It's going to be a phenomenal game. Absolutely, yeah. So that's round ten. Your big um, boys through the middle. They both got big forward oh, pack. They both got game. really good back lines and halves. And just the right. Atmosphere. Like, and yeah, right atmosphere and right round to put in, you know, centrepiece of your magic round. Uh, let's move it through these games, boys, so we can quickly uh, round out everything else. This one here, we don't want to punch through too quick, but we did touch on it before. Dragons up against the Roosters, the traditional Anzac Day clash. All three of our favourite game of the year, just for the build-up and the hype and last post, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Monday, 4pm at the SCG. I'll be driving back from Newcastle, boys. I'm going to leave it. 4 a.m. in the morning, just to make sure I'm home in time. <laughs> home in time to watch all the all the pregame stuff. Uh, Dragons four dollars outsiders. Roosters heavy favourites dollar twenty five. The line set at twelve plus for the Dragons dollar ninety minus for the Roosters also a dollar ninety. Uh, you first, Chez, your team, mate. The trumpets will be blowing, the chooks will be crowing, and there'll be feathers everywhere. <laughs> this is going to be an absolute sensational game. I can just, I've got a feeling the veins are pumping already. Uh, I think we're going to be way too strong for them. Blue veins? I don't like blue vein cheese. <laughs> oh, I wasn't talking about cheese. Yours, oh, they're usually purple. I'm looking to squeeze them. Um, geez, we're getting off topic here. That's we're enough. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I think we're sorry, Mum. <laughs> I think we're going to be way too strong in this game. Yeah. Way too strong. I caught some snippets of the uh, Dragons game. Uh, when was that? When they play? Sunday night, was it? Uh, Monday night, Sunday night, a couple of, couple of days ago. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty trash, really. Well, they, they played the Knights, I think it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't much to see. The highlight reel was pretty, a uh, bit of a snooze a thon. It was a good game because it was a close game, but it wasn't high quality game, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, one of those games. I can see a lot of points in this game, though, in saying that. I think, I think Dragons will get over the line more than probably once or twice, um, but I think we're going to do them pretty, pretty comfortably. I think it's going to be a, a, a big scoring match, hopefully. Lots and lots of tries, uh, and it took to be crowned by the 80th minute. Your favourite game, mate? Yeah, I love this game. This is, uh, apart from grand finals and origins, obviously, uh, this is my favourite game of the season. Um, my old boy's a massive St George supporter. Um, so it, it's just good atmosphere. And, and you know, it's, it's one of those sort of days where it represents something too, because you've already been to the dawn service or you've been to the march and you've, you've watched the parades and whatever. Up. You've had a couple of loudmouth soups, you've had a little two up or something <laughs> like that, or they've even got it on the big screen behind. But all that stuff aside, boys, it's, a, it's amazing what emotions do in a game of football. And I'm going to point out that Parramatta game last week, Big Easter Monday. It was a massive battle of the West. Um, it was an absolute full house at, at, at uh, Combank Stadium or Bank West, whatever the fuck it's called now. Uh, I'm going to tip the Roosters, but I'm going to have a little dab at St. George. I think um, when it comes to emotions and all that nonsense last week, um, I reckon, yeah, emotion-wise, I'm going to tip St. George, but if I'm tipping with my head, I'm going to go I'm gonna go the Roosters. Four, uh, four bucks for the, the Dragons, not a bad price there either. Put your um, house on it. Just watch as writes his multi down. I'll just have a look through the uh, team list here, boys. No changes for the Dragons. Uh, for the Chookies there, Momorowski comes back in with Kevin Nagama out of the 17. Um, Takiaho is named um, after being a late withdrawal. So I'll see if he um, sees Saluka Fafita pushed to the reserves there as well. And Verrills and Hutchinson are swapped back. Um, but it'll be interesting to see whether that the case at, at, at kickoff. So I think that's Saluka Fafida is uh, David Fafida, but he's just got that those glasses on that have the big eyes, the mustache, and the big nose and the eyebrows. I think it's the like same. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it's the same bloke. I think our our weakness is Naguama. Yeah, well, he's gone this week. Yeah, I know. So. He's, he's, I didn't many time try scorer the other week. He got up. He, yeah, he's, he's just he's bad. just he's a bit small, um, and for, for his power and I. Just, I've got this, you know, get like shivers every time he gets past the ball. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to drop it. Right. I just got this, uh, this thing about it. Anyway, never happy. I borrow Clint's phone, so I left my phone over on the bench. Mate, uh, Chook's going to give him the, the line, so they're going to have a minus 12 and a half into Joseph Sawali and Joey Manu, the two Joes, the Jojos. That's $6.30 for those two, uh, three legs. Sawali finding his think feet too. I that line's coming to 12 from when you gave me a, your mouldy yesterday. I think it was yeah, right. 12 here. So. So there yeah, we go. That 12 at the line. Uh, fantastic. Good little moly there, boys. Let's jump into the last game. Uh, we're running out of time. Uh, this is another traditional Anzac game. The Melbourne Storm up against the Warriors. Um, Melbourne Storm, uh, favourites of the $1.09. 
Warriors heavy outsiders, $7.50. If you do like the, the Kiwis, uh, have, a, have a little sneaky 10 on that. At the line there, set at 19 and a half, another big line. Minus for the Storm, $1.95, or you can get the Warriors at the plus for $1.85. Uh, teamless boys, the Bromwich brothers are back in um, after, I think, uh, a bit of COVID last week. And looking for the uh, Warriors there, Matty Lodge returns to the side as well. I think they missed him a bit last week as well, so... Jeez, they must have been hard up. How do, how do you see it playing out? Uh, yeah, Melbourne by 100. Melbourne by 100. And, plus. and me in bed by that time too after <laughs> a couple of soups. <laughs> 7 o'clock, you'd be gone. My, my bank account after a round of two up might be in the in bed with me as well. <laughs> my multi reflects heavily on the way I'm tipping for this game. I have got the game to be over 41.5 points. Melbourne to win 13+. plus. Pappenhauser and Remus Smith anytime try scorers, and that's paying $6.70. See, even having Remus in there, you, you still struggle for a bit of value, don't you? Yeah, so he was paying a little bit more than what I thought he was, too. That's why I threw him in. Yeah, but I, think th- I could just, be wrong. I think that just reflects how massively this game could be one sided. Um, and, and, you know, they say the market reflects it, and in, in my eyes, it does. Yeah, definitely. It, I think uh, to get any value out of the, like a, have have a big return, I would have had to put at least one Warriors leg in. Yeah, just would, to get something back. But what do you put in? Do you put in? The, I was just going to say, are the Warriors going to be scoreless? Line or if if you're looking at the Warriors against such a such a quality class outfit like uh, Melbourne, where do you see their points? Jesse Arthur, Jesse Arthur is yeah. usually like a he's playing well. Regular score has been. I suppose Reese Walsh has hit some but, form over the last couple of weeks too. Yeah, but. Melbourne have obviously going to look, look at that and they're going to sort them out. So, yeah, well, I uh, Nico Hines actually commented on that game when when they played uh, Melbourne and they said, obviously coming from the uh, Melbourne system, he said they do a phenomenal amount of work uh, on, on on video and uh, and uh, what would you say TV sessions and how players work and, and what what their go to and stuff like that is. So they do a lot of uh, video analysis, and I think as you said, so Reese Walsh's is is jag off the left foot. They might be counter, you know, mm-hmm. out the counter that sort of stuff. Uh, last week, boys, or about two weeks ago, sorry, we did. Uh, Birdo had the uh, remaining bet on uh, Very Elegant, who ran a solid fourth, I think, in that race. Yeah, it was a little bit disappointing. So what we're going to do? We're going to throw the chairs. Question without notice, mate. You got thirty dollars to spend for our last charity bet. What's it going to be? Oh, can can be I have on it anything? on the roosters, please? Oh, fuck! <laughs> we did <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. Look at him. Actually, I am going to go. I'm going to use my multis and merge them. Not 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 all the legs though. Not not all the legs. Why don't you Why don't you pick us the round? What are your tips for the round? We'll put. Oh, a couple of roughies on there. That's all right. That'll boost the odds. Imagine up. that. Well, I'll, I'll do that. So all the teams that I've picked today are to win. So I've got two roughies in there. I've got Titans and the Dogs. All right, hang on. Hang That's going to boost it right up. Let, uh, me, get, let, let, done me, get the, let me get the thing here. What we might actually do is we'll have... Uh, so who are you picking now? Cronulla, Manly. So Cronulla. All right, let's go uh, Broncos, Canterbury. Bulldogs. Dogs. Cowboys, Titans. Titans. And we're going to go Tigers, Rabbits. Rabbits. Into Newcastle, Eels. Para. Panthers, Raiders. Panthers. St. George, Roosters. Chooks. And then Storm. And then Storm. Eight legs. Oh, $28.11. Oh, daddy. So put the 30 on that. Uh, 30 on that, so that would be a fantastic return for our charity. 28 times three. Hopefully you can get a full round this week, mate. Fingers crossed. Only time I wish you. Don't forget to put your bets on. Uh, let's quickly jump into Beer of the Week. Thanks to White Bull Hotel. Now I'm guessing this isn't going to get a very high score, but if you are, if you do like these kind of beers, head on down to the White Bull, get yourself a four pack. I believe they come in. Uh, Mister Cherry couldn't even drink it, so so as you, Birdo, as you might have noticed, uh, I've been on these. Birdo's actually got the beer of the week. Hawkeye's off uh, on holidays this week down at the pub, so I had to pick some, and I'm lucky I didn't have to drink it for the rest of the night because I had some uh, some of these left in the fridge. I, I had a sip out of it and I'm going to give it half a star, half, oh. half a lid. Yeah, that's because it's a it's a, a, a cracker at the yeah. top. Um, it's called the NZ Pills uh, for Pilsner, obviously. Uh, what is it? But this is a terrible print. It's red writing, which yeah, is very hard to terrible. write. It's terrible. Uh, it's a Bolter Brewing Company, I believe. 1.6 standards in a can, I tell you what, talking about starting lawnmowers, that one there will need started too, don't worry. Um, made in Australia, apparently. 
anyway, that uh, defies what's on there. Uh, there's a little blurb on the back. I'm not going to read that. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a can, so it's an easy opener. So there's a half a star straight up. I'm going to give it one and a half. One and a Cause half because it, it's cold and it's beer. I'm going to give it. I've got to give it some credit. But I tell you what, if you if you're trying to impress someone, <laughs> I wouldn't be. Uh, you, you know, if someone does a cashy for you and they say, "Oh, mate, just get us a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> get him a six pack of this." <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, head on down to the White Bull. Great sponsors of the show. Pick yourself up a uh, four pack of the NZ pills if you fight the hairs on your chest to. Fall off. Uh, anything else, boys? Before we wrap fruity. up, fruity. I mean, if you're into that fruity sort of hoppy beer, by all means, give it a crack. Yeah, and you'll love it. You never know. I've, um, got, now I've already put my tips on, like I said before. Don't forget to put your tips in. Yeah, uh, drinking alcohol while pregnant can cause lifelong harm. You better look out. That's my airbags. I had an accident on the way up. Uh, very good. That's all for us. Great to be back. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through the last week, not having the show out. We're a bit disappointed. It's the only show we've missed in over over. 13 months of doing the podcast, so very disappointed the old spicy cough got us. Uh, but we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Until then, don't eat your soup with a fork, gamble responsibly, and don't look like either of these boys. Fact.